Welcome to Whiskey and Whiskers. This is episode two, version 1036. Fuck you. I'm Chop. Gator. Chris. Blake. Today, we're excited to bring on somebody who's a friend of mine. We've collaborated on a, a YouTube channel before a little bit. Like, I, you know, I had a couple guest appearances on there. Uh, it's my friend, Charlie. Hey, guys. Thanks for having me. Uh, Charlie. Um, got a YouTube channel appearing offline. If you're into uh, video games and fucking bullshit humor, fucking go check it out. Nice. That's not something we get down with. Bullshit humor and video games. Come on, you can do you can do better than that, right? Yeah, probably. But <laughs> that's why I went to college to fucking ruin my life afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so let's open the magic. Uh, th- I'm I'm really excited about this because usually I know what whiskey's in the magic cooler. This time I don't. Right. Uh, this is a this is a special occasion because this time our guest actually brought us a bottle of whiskey. Yeah, this is actually my my favorite whiskey, so I'm hoping you guys like it. Um, it's pretty pretty good. Let's see what's up. Also, for all you guests out there, feel free to bring us bottles of whiskey. <laughs> right. Ooh, it's it's in a brown bag. It's wrapped in a brown bag. That's my heart's pounding you know it's again. Special. My heart's pounding every time. Whoa. Oh. Whoa. So he wasn't bullshitting. This is actually pretty good whiskey. Yeah, I like uh, I like where your head's at. It's got a big TX right on the front. Texas blended whiskey. Yeah, uh, it's uh, made right here in Texas. So you know, locally. locally oh, how do you know it's made in Texas? Uh, well, so there's a there's a big <laughs> TX right there on the front, and uh, that's for, that stands for Texas for you, those of you who aren't from around what? here. What I thought that meant like transmit. No. Forty one percent alcohol by volume. Uh, Eighty two proof. Okay. It's my favorite sipping whiskey. Firestone and Robertson. It's a Firestone, so it's going to blow up. Is that what that means? Yeah. All right. Let, here, let me see if I can read this. You can't read, Blake. Shut the fuck <laughs> up. I'm pretending. It's all that moonshine. Gator. No, this is written in cursive. I definitely can't read this. <laughs> uh, we value two things. Uh, true craftsmanship and excellent whiskey. That's why we blend and bottle Texas by hand to bring its sweet aroma, robust flavor, and smooth finish. The result is bold, like the Texas you know, and distinctly satisfying. We hope you enjoy it as much as we do. Please come and see us. Yeah. Thanks, Timmy. Go have a seat back in your chair. Yeah. Is there an address Fuck. for that? Please come see us, or like phone number. What least. is this? Second yeah. grade. It's <laughs> the last four of your social. Fucking. Did your mommy write that? <laughs> so right out the gates, I'm gonna say I really like the bottle. It's short and fat, just like I like it. Just like my, well, yeah, just from personal experience or what? Yeah, pretty much. Man, it looks like it's a challenge to get into. Yeah, I would like a simpler it's got access. A, it's got a nice little pop, though. Yeah, once, you get to, once you cut your way to the cork. Yeah. What are you cutting through over there, Blake? His thumb. You know, I'm cutting this plastic thumb. off. Hang on, hang on, hang on. It's so, sealed. Why are you real bleeding? I've cut There's my thumb off. Real quick. It's got a nice little cloth on the neck, though, which is nice for, you know. That's where I was going to go. Gripping uh, and whatnot. They call that a turtleneck? Mm-hmm. All right, we're through. Hide those hickeys. Ooh. So there's a, there's a cloth around the neck of this. Oh, that's cool. It's a short, squatty bottle, so it's got a good base. It's yeah. not going to tip over, which is important. Right. Um, this entire top is made out of cork. Oh, oh cool. shit. And it's got a little leather cap right here on the top. Oh, nice. That's very nice. I wonder if that accounts for... So it doesn't, for... like, grind on your palm or something? You know what I mean? Like, it's got a good grip. I like this. This is... So they were it's, all about it's... the grip. The collar, I wonder that. if that like uh, is for like spillage. 
So after you pour a shot oh, and it runs it down the side, yeah, it, just, it doesn't yeah. run all the way down. The no, line. that's exactly wow. right. It does. That was going to be my only kind of gripe is when you pour a little bit, it kind of does soak it up on the uh, on the neck there, but it does keep it from just dripping down the bottle. I wonder that's if that's nice. just like an artifact of the bottle. It just. I'm a sucker like for leather too. Like you mm-hmm. know, hell yeah, just nice little craftsmanship. Leather whips, leather chaps. I, you yeah. know, I'm really into that. Mm. So I'm going to open it. Let's see what what it sounds like here. Hang on. Ooh, that's a wow. That's satisfactory. Sweet, cute. Yeah. Hang on, I hang like on. that. Oh, it's it's satisfying. Uh cork cork stopper. The top is uh I don't know, exactly what you'd expect. Yeah, yeah. Let's pour them up, see what happens. Let's do it. So, it's important to note when we're going into take <laughs> one more time. Oh, it's so good, man. That pop is is really mm-hmm. That's good stuff. Yeah, Makes yeah. you excited uh, to drink some whiskey. You can depend on that pop. It's uh, it's important to note. So, um, Charlie mentioned it already. <clears throat> this is his favorite sipping whiskey, and there is a difference. And I don't think we've touched on this a whole lot. Like shot whiskey versus uh, versus sipping whiskey is uh, it's a, it's a little bit different. Like I, I look for something a little different in my shot whiskey than I do in my in my sipping whiskey. Yeah, you know, so, but is it yeah, different? We'll, we'll see. We'll see how you guys how you guys like it. I've actually never taken shots of this personally, but again, it's a good sipping whiskey, and uh, I, I'm actually kind of curious to see how it is. Uh, it's like one giant ice cube in, in a cup. That's a that's a good topic, though. No. Yeah, no, I think I think that's something worth talking about. Yeah, we should, uh, we, should re- we should revisit. That gives me some some ideas. All right. So, smell smells like whiskey. See, I'm so over this fucking pretentious bullshit where people are like. Oh, it's got, you know, overtones of oak with hints of vanilla. Fuck that. No, we're going to take the shot and we're going to tell you how it fucking tastes. Sounds yeah. good. Cheers. 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 All right. It's sweet. Yeah, it is sweet. Sweet. But I think I think that's why I like it from a, a sipping perspective because it's not... It's not sweet like um, like Jim Beam Green Apple or you know Ooh. you know uh, Evan Williams Honey. It's not. It doesn't have that much sweetness. But from a from a just a uh, you know not day to day. But you know you sip on it. It's, it's got it's smooth. <laughs> it's nice. Uh, the do shot we, was a do, little rougher than I expected. Do but we want to give goes great in your coffee? <laughs> do we want to give initial impressions? Yeah, I want to. Yeah, let's do it. All right. So sweetness. I'm going with like a. Four out of five. Yeah, it's, it's yeah, sweet. It's sweet. definitely sweet. Yeah, uh, crunch almost none. 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 Yeah. Bite the very, bite very little. I didn't feel a whole lot of bite there. I, I would give I'm, like I'm a, gonna give it a two at the end. Okay, sneaky sweet bite. Yeah, bottle top marks. Top marks on bottle. Top marks. Yeah. It's got a big TX on it. It's got this cloth around the neck. It's got the leather on the top. Yeah, it's it's cork. It's it, good the bottle. pop sounded good. The uh-huh. base. Yeah, I'm, I'm giving it full marks five on the bottle. Bottles are better in Texas. Obviously, um, drunkenness will have to give it yeah, a Yeah, we'll have to come back to that. So drinking whiskey is obviously one of the pastimes of the crew around here. Uh, recently, we've done a little bit of whiskey drinking on the beach. Uh, that's a that's a little bit different of a ball, uh, like a ball game. That's a, that's a different sport. Yeah, uh, I don't know if, if listeners check out our Instagram. We, we had some cool shit uh, posted there. We recently went down to Port Aransas, um, rode the ferry, rented the golf carts, hung out on the beach, got the full experience. Oh, yeah. And, uh, you know, there, there's a few different th- things that I want to talk about that I think 
all Texan, and it's it's fitting too that we have Texas whiskey. This is pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, there's nice. a few things that all Texans can appreciate about Mustang Island, uh, Port Aransas, mm-hmm. the ferry, and the beach. And the beach in Texas is not like beaches elsewhere. Correct. This but is it true. is amazing. It's a, it's a Gulf beach. It's a little bit different. Um, you know, you go to California and you go to the West Coast and you go to, and it's, it's all fucking rocks. It's cold as fuck. There's great whites and sh- fucking, it's, it's weird. S- same East Coast. It's like little pebbles. Yeah. Like I've been to Massachusetts and it's like not a fun beach. The Gulf is a little bit different. Just a little more oil spills and whatnot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But in the Gulf, you have, you have sand, you have castle. I, you know, I did and you the, have black sand. I did the, you know, dad thing and I built a sand castle, but I also got to, uh, I think anybody that goes to Port Aransas, I'm just going to throw this out there. Guys, spend the extra money. Get the fucking golf carts. Do it. I'm telling you, you will not have a better time with clothes on. <laughs> Why do you have to have clothes on? And you don't have to have clothes on. Oh, That's perfect. the caveat. Okay. okay. I was like, man, that, what? <laughs> All right. You lost me there. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So, so what's up with the golf carts? You stay on the beach. And I don't mean walk across a fucking road like, yeah or a road a or a highway or or even like an uber uh, what's the what are the shit like there's the dunes and they like build a fucking dock across it and you walk no across, no, no, no. no 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 stay on the beach and I, what i don't give a shit in if a you're broke park? stay in a tent if you have to wake up and see the sunset over that fucking ocean and be able to like just look out and actually just fuck around on the beach in the are you gay just a little bit. <laughs> All right. Hey, will you hold my hand, Charlie, when we when we watch the sunset together? Only if you ask nicely. What I'm to, saying you is... You have to make me feel special. What uh, that's not my forte. <laughs> what I'm saying is stay on the beach. So, like, walk down from wherever you're staying and put your feet in sand before you ever hit a piece of fucking, like... Before the hangover sets in, you're going to want to be on the beach yeah. drinking whiskey. Yeah. That's key. Now, makes for a long when day. you do that, if you do it right, <laughs> you can pull right nap. up to where you're at in a golf cart, and that's perfect, because then you can leave at 3 in the morning and you can go whip shitties in the golf cart. So, I, I've, I've got a small family. I rented the small golf cart, right? Like, it's, it's a regular size golf cart. You've got a small 70-person family. So, <laughs> yeah, that's so what I was going to say. Four-person golf cart, and everyone else rents these fucking... They're like, hey, which golf cart is yours? And I'm like, you see that one down there that's got like 12 seats and the badass rims and the little fucking lights glowing? They're like, yeah, yeah. Mine's one right next to that, the little one. (laughs) But what I will say about the golf cart that I rented was it was fast as fuck. And it wasn't fast off the line, but it didn't have the governor that all the rest had. Oh, man. No, Josh. There there was one night. It it turned out that our our hotel uh, was also a bar as well and a restaurant also. Yep. And uh, at least once, I was I was uh, hanging out in the bar, and I decided to go, you know, take the old lady for a for a spin in the golf cart. And we go down the steps, and there's this drunk asshole, right? Mm-hmm. And he's like, "Hey, man, you want to race?" And I was like, "Dude, you got nothing for me. You got one of those big ass golf carts. Like, you, you're nothing." Wait, were you related to him? No. Your butt fluff, bud. <laughs> yeah, dude. Fu- anyway, so he backs his golf cart out, and he takes off, and he whips the shitty, and fucking burns off. And I was like. Babe, get in the golf cart. We're going to go. <laughs> and, you know, I can't back up any faster than he can. I can't take off any faster than he can. But once I hit that beach and I started cruising in that little golf cart versus the big one, dude, I caught up to him swift. And then just fucking burned right past him, threw the middle finger up. I'm the winner. Hell there yeah. you go. Dude, so I drove, I drove this golf cart, this one in particular. And uh, it seemed like I was – dude, I couldn't fucking – 
I don't know. Like I couldn't help but fucking pass everybody. Uh-huh. Like I, I think well, the, the speed beach limit on the beach is like, like fifteen. Yeah, fifteen. And I'm pretty I, sure this golf cart was going thirty. 30. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. No issues with traction or any of that. No, hell no, dude. They got big old knobbies on there. Like you're fucking, you're rolling. And you can whip shitties in a golf cart. It's sketchy, but you can do it. <laughs> Especially on the beach gotta, or on on asphalt. On the beach. On the beach. Oh, on the okay. beach. But you can probably do it on asphalt too. Yeah, you got you got two motherfuckers sitting in the front. You got another motherfucker sitting on the back, facing backwards. And then there's a cooler strapped down next to him. And honestly, right. it it takes uh, gaining some momentum before you start whipping those shitties. Sure. But it's fucking badass. It's so much fun. Oh yeah. And all right, so I'm gonna go out there and say this. I'm not. I am not a uh, a big. I don't know the right word, but I'm I'm not a big advocate. I guess for. Drinking, uh, drinking some lobes with your bros. <laughs> that's that's not my uh, that's not my forte. I'm not a I'm not a hang out in the pro shop and slam some lobe with your bros kind of guy. Because you're not cultured individual. Yeah, apparently not. But uh, missing out, dude. Man. You need some class, chop. Class yeah. it up a little bit. I'm just saying that if you got some lobes in that cooler that's sitting on the golf cart, you can go down to the beach and fucking shotgun one of them hoes with a few of your bros, and it's it's good time. Pound some lobes with the bros. Yeah, Woo. it's been known to happen. No, yeah. it's it's fun. It's a good fucking time. Yeah. I, I mean, it sounds cliche, but it really is just fucking fun. Some Michelob Ultra uh, cactus variety or whatever the fuck it is. Ugh, we it, it's not good. It's, it's not. It's not. You drink what you have. Wait, though. did you fall for that again? Yeah. I mean. It's not a good time. Whatever's in the cooler, that's what you're going to end up drinking. We fell for that at, uh, at one of the riding trips last year. Yeah. The cactus Michelobes. Yeah, those, are, those was, aren't good. When I was 17, I drank Michelob Ultra with my uncle. I drank so much of that shit. My aunt made uh, lasagna that night for dinner. Dude, I went to bed, and I just ralphed lasagna all over the bed. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Fucking horrible. The next day, my uncle got me up, and he was like, come on, we got to go take the trash to the dump. Got to that dump, dude, and I smelled the trash, and brrr, was ralphing again. It was fucking horrible. You got to be careful fucking drinking on the beach, because, I mean... You know, for legal reasons in this store, I was 21, but, you know, you go back in time a little bit and you find yourself, you know, you wake up eight in the morning, nine in the morning. You think, hey, I'm going to play some ping pong and drink some whiskey, maybe, drink, you know, mix a little sweet tea with it because I'm classy and cultured. Next thing you know, it's oh, a, right, yeah. it's a, you know, it's a, it's 11 a.m. And uh, I'm on the, the beach at uh, Port Aransas uh, and just <laughs> not a, you, a friend, Yeah, a friend. Yeah, absolutely. Of course. Uh, laying down and uh, just trying to to drown myself, and then I find you know wh- whatever uh, you, you know you look out in the ocean, you see it's majestic, and there's all kinds of you know minnows everywhere. And in your drunken stupor, you scoop up a pail and you put them in your pants, and then <laughs> you fucking take one of those bad boys out and you fucking chomp it in half. And wouldn't you know there was not this you a poor, friend, right? Of course, there was a there's this poor woman walking her dog again. 11 in the morning. She's out for her morning stroll with her dog. She sees oh, she's this, doing that old lady like yeah. shuffle. Like she's, yeah. she's going. You and know, she she's sees this absolute delinquent <laughs> eating the sea life. And I would be so embarrassed if that was me. All right. So, <laughs> so all like storytelling aside, <laughs> I was present when this happened. I'm not going to lie. Uh, I saw this same, this same fellow. <laughs> he, uh, he went down to the beach and. Uh, some some shots were had before noon, and I, I know that's sacrilege or whatever. But uh, not some, no 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 on the beach and in, there's ahead. an entirely separate set of rules on the beach. Yeah, that's true. Yep. Yeah. Um, but so we got we went down to the water and this fellow sat down in the uh, 
right there in the front like like not even, like yeah yeah in the surf but only like not even waist deep like maybe knee deep but when you sit down it's waist deep you know and uh i saw this motherfucker almost drown <laughs> like he was getting his ass kicked by like knee deep waves it was fucking hilarious. <laughs> and then we had a net and we were catching minnows oh yeah that's right and we were like doing that shit where you throw them up in the air and try and catch it in your mouth but yeah, it was like live standard operating fucking procedure minnows. that's yeah. what you do right uh it was kind of a fucked off time honestly but uh, it does bring up a point where, dude, waves will fucking whoop your ass, drunk or not. Dude, that's no Have you joke. ever been pinned down by yeah. a wave? That oh, shit yeah. That is scary. Uh, yeah. Pacific waves, yeah. specifically, are like, those are big It holds you under waves. for about, you know, you know three or four seconds too long. And you're yeah, like, just long, this is how just I long enough to make you panic a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, and your face is scraping against the sand on the bottom. You can see the top. It's like two feet above you, not even. Like, you just, like, you reach your hand up and uh-huh. you're like, nope, I'm going to die here. Are sharks attracted <laughs> oh to shit? I don't know. If, if if you get pinned under the water and you start shitting your pants because you're, you know, you're drowning. <laughs> yeah. You deserve it. Did, are, are the sharks coming at that shit or do they just come to blood? I think they come to blood, which... <laughs> oh, much like me. Yeah, much like... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh... Dude, so... Do you have shit in your blood or blood in your shit? Why the way? I got a lot of things to spin Why off of here, but... <laughs> I, uh... I do know this, that... The last time that I went deep into the ocean, which is this last time that we went there... Balls deep, so to speak. Yeah, way deeper than balls deep. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we're, we're talking titties deeper, deeper. Uh, I, uh, dude, I went deep out there and it, it's, it fucking whooped my ass, man. And I'm, I'm a good swimmer. Like, I'm not trying to. No, yeah, no. See, my problem is I'm a good swimmer, but I'm short as fuck. So like we hit the the first sandbar and y'all kept going and Mm -hmm. I was like, guys, I'm trying, I'm trying. And then all of a sudden, like I'm swimming and not touching anymore. And I'm doing the Scooby-Doo run. like, (laughs) (laughs) And I keep trying to get to that next sandbar and I just can't fuck. And I'm like, if I can just get there, I can touch again. No, it doesn't work for me. That's the blissful ignorance of being a child is you're never really scared of the ocean unless you saw Jaws at early age. And then, you know, you're fucked. But, you know, so you, you go out there and. You know, you're swimming, you look down, you can't see. That's the the problem with the Gulf, in my opinion, is it's not that crystal clear water. It's it's fucking murky as oh, shit. Yeah. So you can't see. Thalassophobia? Yeah, yeah. you can't even see, like, you know, a foot below you, and there could be sharks. There could be, you know, jellyfish. It's not better when you can't yeah. see the sharks, though. Just going to throw that out <laughs> I mean, there. So I'm actually, I'm going to run back to this in just a second. Yeah. But we got out there, we got out there a little deep, and I, uh, I'm a good swimmer. Like, and again, I'm not trying to, like, to my own horn or anything like that but like i swam competitively and and like i can swim i'm good at it i got out there in the ocean and was like dude fuck yeah i'm gonna make this my bitch and i was i was bottom. you don't make the ocean your bitch yeah i was you, you survive the ocean i was bottom bitch like getting my fucking ass railed and by the you ocean. swam competitively yeah. in high school not at the olympic level you're you are no michael phelps but you are a very gifted swimmer but even with that said the ocean will fuck your shit. Even those surfers who, like, you see the, that shit with, like, the, the huge-ass waves? Yeah, yeah. That shit will pin you down. And, oh, yeah. You don't beat the ocean. You don't, and there's you, absolutely you just, not. You just survive. Like, you just exist. The That's ocean? All. And You're we like, do that for shit, fun. I made it back. The like, ocean, we go out there and just, like, hang out. and. The ocean was only seconded to... I went down to the Green Belt in Austin, and there's a place called Twin Falls, which... Uh, it's a really cool spot, but it rained a lot and like it got kind of heavy. And I'd been down there before, and there's this little like pool where you can kind of sit in and you can let the water like run over your head and stuff. Well, it rained a lot, and that pool was a fucking 
Waterfall. Waterfall. <laughs> and I so exactly I leaned back in there, and it fucking shot me down to the bottom and fucking slammed me against some rocks. Dude, I've never been more afraid of water in my goddamn life. That yeah. shit is scary it's, as fuck. It like, fucks on a you real up a level. Bit. Yeah. yeah. I've had, I've had a rivers, river experiences like that where the, mm-hmm. the water fucked me up. Or uh, tubing, when you're tubing mm-hmm. and you get pinned under a waterfall. My no, least favorite or pinned under a bunch of tubes. No, what, it's not getting pinned under water. <laughs> what happened in my tubing experience is uh, it was the low water crossings, the, the culverts that allowed the water to flow underneath the underneath the bridge. Yeah, well, the sure. water's going over the bridge, but what happens is your tube gets stuck in this whirlpool that's created by the suction Uh-oh. of the water going under. You and did, it's, it sucks you down and shoots you through that. And it's just a aluminum, you know, tubing, this giant, Shit. you know. That corrugated. Yeah, yeah. corrugated metal. That's and sometimes terrifying. if there's rebar sticking out, you're hosed. And I've sometimes s- there's a fucking rebar, like, great on the other end. And, and, then, like, and then you're that's dead. That's why the, there's a then YouTube you're video dead. of motherfuckers kayaking through those, those, mm-hmm. t- those culverts. Mm-hmm. And it's like, bro, if... If you hit rebar, like a rebar screen, you're fucked. You're dead. Or even yeah. just a piece of rebar sticking out at any point would yeah. rip you wide open. Well, dude. that's the terrifying thing about some lakes is, you know, there's plenty of stories um, where guys will just jump off boats. Usually alcohol is involved, but it doesn't It doesn't necessarily matter. They jump off boats, like they'll be down trees, and with the, the lake level rising up and down, even rivers for that matter, they'll, you know, their foot will get caught in, you know, a tree branch or whatever, and you just get stuck down there, and then never come back. You up, panic, yeah. and then that that that's it. It's like yeah. fuck. <laughs> I love water, but not that much. Hey, you got to check that shit out yeah. before you jump off. Like always, always, always. And homage to all the people who, you know, have seen, never came back up. Who never came back up, but. We'll, yeah. we'll take it to some lighter topics. I want to I want to jump back onto this uh, like jellyfish and stingray shit because I think there's uh, I've had some experiences there and I think I think a couple other people have as well. Maybe I've never fucked with a stingray, but I mean I, I think we all know now because of Steve Irwin that stingrays ain't nothing to fuck with. Yeah. So uh, rest in peace. Yeah, watch Sting- out for those motherfuckers. Stingrays and Wu Tang Clan have a lot in common. Ain't nothing. Oh, and and the ocean. You, yeah, but you, Steve Irwin's never producing another album again. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, pretty much, pretty much nature will get you. Like the ocean, snow, snow will get you. Yeah, you can have oh, that yeah. experience with snow. Yeah. Also, so, whipping shitties and snow machines. What's the uh, what's the what's the catch with jellyfish? What's your what's your experience? Uh, I hear you're supposed to pee on each other. Yeah. I, I, no, 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 on yourself. Uh, public service announcement. What if you can't? Though? Guys, oh, pee on. on it, and it'll just make it. It'll it'll make it go away. And the reason I tell you this is because that's a complete myth. It doesn't fucking work. I it's call just bullshit. really funny to watch people pee on each other. I disagree. So, a friend of mine was at the ocean you in Alabama. People pee on each other. I know a bunch of people who do a lot of shitty things. Apparently. So, um, I, or sorry, uh, a friend of mine was at, uh, was in Alabama and I was just swimming in the water. Anyway, um, there was, there was fucking jellyfish all over the place. Uh, and, uh, one happened to, you know, find my leg and it was your friend's leg, my friend's leg. Yeah. Yeah. Very unpleasant. Well, let's just say, and my friend happened to go up to uh, this hotel room. I don't know why I'm watching, but he <laughs> proceeds to, uh, just pee all over his leg. And I will tell you what. The pain went away instantly, whether it was, you know, psychosomatic or whatever. Everybody who tells you don't pee on your leg. Like the Slipknot song? Don't be, don't, don't, be, yeah, don't <laughs> pee on your leg. Slipknot 2020. Um, fucking, uh, just, just do it. Don't be a pussy and uh, find out for yourself. Whiskey and Whiskers endorses this message. I say <laughs> pee on your leg. Pee on your friend's leg, guys. Take one for the team. Come hey, on. Have, yeah. a, have a little clout and, you know, it might be embarrassing. 
You don't care. And if it happens on the beach, don't don't fucking puss that. Rule number one. Like, you do that shit for your bros. Bros before hoes and jellyfish. Like, <laughs> whip your shit out on the beach and pee on them. Uh-huh. Definitely. Yeah. If your friend hasn't tried to pee on you, he's not your friend. Yeah. That's, that's a fact, yeah. And so, stingrays, I really haven't had much interaction with stingrays other than their fucking... I saw a lot of them in the Keys a couple months ago. I've touched it before. There's a lot of good ones, and then there's ones that'll fuck you up. They too. usually stay to themselves. Like, when I was uh, swimming around in Africa, I, you know, like, the water was really clear, and you could go down, and you could see them, but mm-hmm. they, they pretty much stuck to themselves, and you always find them in, like, little nooks and crannies or whatnot, but, like, again, unless you're fucking Steve Irwin, rest in peace, don't touch them, you'll probably be all right. I'm that way with everything, and so I tried scuba diving for the first time yeah. when I went, and uh, I, I'm totally of the, like... I don't touch it. It doesn't touch me. I'm going to keep good karma with the ocean. I respect that all of it can kill me, and I'm not going to touch fucking anything. Absolutely. I'll go down, and I'll look at all of it, and scuba diving's fucking awesome. Absolutely. But but I didn't touch any. I'm like, I'm not going to touch anything. Even sharks, for the most part, like, they'll leave you the fuck alone unless they're hungry or, Unless it's a bull shark. And if you get, and if you, but there's, like, things, like, uh, even, you know, on the living reefs that, you know, just this little plant seaweed thing you touch it and uh-huh. it's like third degree burn on your arm like, oh yeah and there, there's sea urchins everywhere yeah, so you, like you gotta wear shoes and you can't yeah, yeah it's, it's nothing ordeal. to fuck with it's better just to not fucking touch anything just like Wu-Tang Clan can't go down there in your speedo it's like an aquarium you that you can interact with yeah you can if you're a ginger because gingers can take that just shit just don't eat it dude I was diving in a bathing suit straight up that was it and then I had the that's awesome. Yeah, back on, I, I was I was in just like a bathing suit, but I had shoes on because you know again I've, we had long fins on. Guys, I have a, I have a thing. Uh, so we've all clearly spent time, some time on some beach, right? Sure. No, never. At at, at some point, you might find yourself <laughs> on on the beach with a lady. Um, you know, maybe it gets dark, my lady, and you know, it tends to do. You, you start to get a little fresh with each other, you know. You kiss on her neck a little bit. Now, you're at this Maybe crossroads. Maybe dance on a balcony. Break you're out at the breath cr- mints. You're at this crossroads. Now, you're about to fuck on the beach. What's mm. going through your head? Do you have a towel? Oh. Don't forget to bring down. a towel. What position is right, not so, to do? <laughs> I'm going to lay it out right now. Making the, clams. And you can't. You Girl. can't. The first, the first out is like. That's not the right attitude. Can, <laughs> can I entertain this all the way back to an actual hotel room? Right. Yes, absolutely. All right, so let's then let's change the scenario. Without losing You've your interest encountered along this, the way. Uh, respectable young lady on the beach. It's broad. And she, <laughs> she is not going to make it back to your hotel room. It's now or never, bro. Is she awake? <laughs> uh, absolutely, she's awake and 100% sober. Then you, you definitely do it. It's going to be worse for her than it is for you. Willing absolutely. and consenting, right? Um, oh, and definitely consenting. All right, okay. so obviously, like, you can't lay down in the sand because that causes a lot of fucking problems. Doggy mm-hmm. style, man. Yeah. Standing no, up. No, no, no. So I would start it doesn't with standing fucking up, matter, dude. What, where are you going to stand up on the beach, like next to the porta potties? Over the golf cart, obviously. I mean, behind all the waves, bro. If you have a golf cart, that's ideal, right? And that becomes a whole. If but, you get into the water, that's a whole other situation. Stand in the middle of the now street. it's dark. You don't get in the water when it's dark. Yeah, that's impossible. Starch no. and shit. Uh, no, but so here's <laughs> the thing: is it doesn't fucking matter because it's windy as fuck, and that shit whips sand around everywhere. It doesn't matter how fucking high you are above the yeah. sand; you're getting sand depends, all in your shit. It depends how horny you are. Are you willing to get sand on your dick and taint, and she's gonna get 
a fucking UTI. Is that is that what you're willing to accept when you're having sex on the beach? Is that how much you want to have this experience? Has to include sand in the vagina uh, and yeah. sandy taint. What if you did it like right where the waves come in and it just kind of washed everything the whole time? But that's salt water. That's yeah, still that gonna be you know. It's I'm sorry, but there's the, there's not a dude that's. What are you gonna say? It no? sounds romantic. But what are you gonna it's say? Really no, just, seriously. Mm. Dude, I'm not gonna say no. <laughs> I'm pulling shit out of my ass, man. I'm like, let's make it happen. What I'm trying to figure out how to there. keep her from quitting. That's really the. <laughs> Can you have a towel? Well, a towel. Blowjob. A blowjob is the right answer, right? A blowjob well, yeah. is the absolute correct answer. Yeah. Yeah. It might Absolutely. be a little gritty, but you'll get over it. You just get that sand uh, in her teeth. <laughs> she, no, no, no. To clarify, she will get that sand in her teeth. I think both. Unless you're into something I'm not I think into. Get the blowjob and then still nail her. Also. Yeah, I mean, you start out right, the beach. Like Chop said, the whole goal is just see how long you can you catch the blowjob right? on the beach. Do you, sure. do you eat pussy on the beach? Sure. To avoid sure. the sandy taint and vagina. I don't think it's gonna. Do you avoid eat pussy nothing. on the beach? Usually, there's. Oh, eat pussy on the beach? Yeah. Absolutely, dude. You should whatever. be prepared to eat pussy anywhere. That's the fucking mark <laughs> yeah, of the true man. That's that's the goddamn <laughs> truth. Honestly, like, whatever. Like, all right. So then, that's the answer, right? Eat pussy on the beach, catch blowjob, and then ride the golf cart back home. The beach Boom. is for foreplay. The fucking hotel room. You gotta go sure. shower. Yeah, <laughs> you gotta go shower. Yeah. Yeah. Pee on your fucking jellyfish wounds. And, and then dude, I've been on the beach all day. <laughs> <laughs> or you just tell her like, "Oh, I've got this jellyfish wound. She pees on you." I got a really bad this aloe vera on my back, please. Yeah. yeah. Oh, dude. Can we talk? Can we take a minute to talk about sunburns? Oh, God. fuck, dude. Let's I talk am, about. I am sunburns. in a bad way right now. Like, <laughs> as we're speaking, I am. I am reptilian, from. The back of my neck down to the my ass. Oh, you're shedding? Oh yeah, shedding hard. Like Mark Zuckerberg. Like they, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they they tell you that uh, if you have a blistering sunburn, you're like a hundred percent gonna get skin cancer or something. Yeah, I don't, right. I don't know the exact statistics, but it's, it's something like that. No, that that's it. You got it. Uh, Nailed it. I, dude, I went out and I I was throwing horseshoes and I did horseshoes. Yeah, on All the right. beach. Horseshoes. So. Uh, basically, you go down to the beach, you're looking for the kegger, you run up, you steal the girl's shoes, and then you throw them in the ocean. Uh, it's it's a little different than the game that everybody here is used to playing. <laughs> no, I was throwing horse shoes at oh. pins. <laughs> I just got that. Uh, and so I was out there for like four fucking hours, and it was overcast and like 85 degrees, so I wasn't really tripping about it. But dude, I came home. And I had a gnarly fucking sunburn, like mm-hmm. lobster red for five fucking days. I was throwing up because I was like so fucking Chop, you want to know, know a secret? That show wrecked your world. I need to pee on it. Sunscreen. Dude, fuck sunscreen. Honestly, also, yes, you should pee on it. No. Uh, I, I'm making a stance right here, right now. I am peeling. My entire body is fucked. I didn't sleep for three days. I was throwing up from sun poisoning. I will not put sunscreen on. It's because you don't moisturize. <laughs> Shit, Fuck man. sunscreen. Yeah, look, you're all ashy and shit. Yeah. No, I know what you mean, dude. Like, so for the record, I have gingivitis. Yeah. So I'm, I react to the gingivitis. Yeah. You're yeah. allergic to the sun. My you're, ginger. You're like a you're like a vampire. You can't go out in the daylight. Yeah, but actually, as a result of that, my body produces more vitamin D. That's true. Naturally. Yeah. Is that a euphemism or just a? Yeah, I got some vitamin D for you. Fucking, I got a lot of it too, man. <laughs> Let's talk about it. No, so seriously, like. Last Saturday, I was outside grilling for literally like 30 minutes between 1.30 and Who 2. Who were you grilling? Oh, Just man. mean mugging your neighbors? <laughs> like Mike Tyson? Oh, or? dude, yeah. All DJ my neighbors, man. Just opened my garage door and ah, put my grill out there. <laughs> yeah, dude. So I was, you know, cooking some food in the back, and 
I had my shirt off, and dude, I got sunburned as fuck, man, just in that quick amount of time. Yeah, how long, we, how long we got there? Not even 40 minutes, maybe 30 minutes. Yeah. But I've been like on tubes before, and I didn't put sunscreen on the top of my feet. And they were like, the skin was raised like three centimeters. Oh, have you ever gotten you know? your top of your knees? Like, I'll put sunscreen on, like, and I'm white as the day is long. And fucking, I'll put sunscreen on. It doesn't even matter. Like, the top of my knees, my feet, like, it, no matter what I do, I'm always getting fucking burned. Yeah, yeah. That's Dude, why the top, I stay inside. In the the board, top of so. my feet right now are purple. Oh, shit. You should probably you see burned. it. Your local physician. I uh, I spent a lot of time out on the beach, probably just as much as you did. You know what? I'm not sunburned at all, <laughs> dude. Did you put I on will, sunscreen? I, yeah. I, I've <laughs> learned that lesson too. <laughs> I will not put on sunscreen. And here's the thing: like sunscreen is a greasy motherfucker. Like it's it's fucking nasty. It's it smells spray. like it smells like ass. It's mm. greasy. It fucking sucks. And then you go down to the beach, and you're a greasy motherfucker, and all that sand that's whipping around in the wind down there fucking sticks to your you greasy ass. You were gonna ass. get in the ocean anyway. Yeah. Bro. Are you trying to get laid? Like, who? Why do you care what you smell like? Like, I, dude, because I got a, I'm a sensitive motherfucker. I got a sense of smell, but I can't <laughs> handle that shit. All right. You got. You're gonna get in the ocean anyway, and that all that greasy shit is gonna go away, and you're just gonna be sandy and shitty, and then you're gonna have to shower as soon as you get back. Yeah. So, uh, so, so I got I got two things. Two things. One is not that long ago I got burnt to the point I have literal blisters that were pussing on my back. Ooh, fun. Uh, but I I don't know. I didn't pay no attention to it. Shut the, like who cares? Get over it. It's fine. It's a sunburn. Well, I could say the same thing about <laughs> guys. Just get over the fucking sunscreen greasiness. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, yeah. And then quit bitching about your goddamn sunburn. Either, either get over the sunburn or wear sunscreen. Or, but, like, do one or the other. Yeah. I'm going a, I'm to a lay it out there. No, y'all don't see me bitching about the sunscreen. Y'all, you guys are bitching about your sunburns. That's right. That's we're going to we're gonna have a, 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 a point. I'm team sunscreen. I'm team sunscreen. We're going to have a live podcast. Fucking. This is one of those split the crowd. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. For sunscreen sure. on this You're gonna side. You're going to have one of those no, hairy ass moles. You're going to have one of those hairy ass moles on you at 35. Oh, and you're like, what the fuck is this? Be like, motherfucker, that's skin cancer. I have it's got yeah. bones have, and shit. I have skin cancer right now. I got skin cancer 30 minutes into this fucking horseshoe chest, and I'm 100% sure. Horseshoes. Like, yeah, horseshoes. Uh, but, dude, my back is. It, uh, dude, I'm 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 a reptile. I'm 100% cool with it, and it's fine. I would rather die. Of, like they can pick that shit. Is out it of all my... water when it peels off? Like all water underneath? Dude, all right, hold on. We're doing Ooh, a, we're doing a live reaction se- session. Oh. Oh wow. Oh man, I can't. I'm taking his shirt off. He's about to show us. That's not that bad. Oh yeah. Oh, that's that's peely. Yeah, you're that's shedding. A peely, you're but shedding. It's not, you're it's not like that a, bad. You're like a you're you're. A I've had person. that shit. You just yeah. lay on the you you lay on the couch for you're, like you're two pussy. to three hours. You can't sleep for a couple days. <laughs> it's not brown. You die. Okay, because I've seen it brown before. on the carpet like a dog and and squirreling around. You're gonna be scratching your back a little bit, but yeah, you just have good fresh skin underneath. Or a tree. You you get up against an oak tree like a bear. Fucking scratch all that shit off. So mine was like five shades of purple worse than that oh, oh well we're a week, we're a week <laughs> yeah, away from this is this is well over a week past when this was oh, fucking wow. prime yeah uh, this is just like the residual shedding that's at this if you point. don't have to go to the hospital for your sunburn you're a pussy yeah dude i thought about it honestly <laughs> on the drive home i was like throwing up sun poisoning sick damn up. and, and uh, dude it, that was probably all the alcohol too, yeah though. i was like that didn't help down there. But, when you're drinking whiskey, watching the sunrise on the beach, that inhibited his decision to uh, put on sunscreen. It's gonna be a long. Nah, day. dude, I I no. do know that every night I was there, I was like, "Fuck, I got to go to bed. The sun's about to come up." And how how weird is that? Like when you stay up all night, 
do you guys not get anxiety when you know the sun's about to come up? Like when the birds start chirping and you're like, fuck. I just know I got to face that day, dude. No, there's no sleeping until that night. It depends. I try not to do that except on the weekend anymore. If I see the sunlight, (laughs) if I see the sunlight, then I'm fucked. Like, all right, I'm staying up. No, that that makes me feel good, though, because it makes you you feel like you accomplished something. Like, whether or not... (laughs) Whatever you're doing in your life, if you stayed up all night drinking and you see the sunrise, you're like, man, I have done something with my life today. All right, here's a here's a here's a question though. When's the last time you stayed up all night drinking or whatever, saw the sun come up, and then just rocked it straight into the fucking day until the wheels fell off at like 1 p.m. Oh, I I try not to do that. Usually yeah. the police show up. So the last time, that, <laughs> I mean, like, you got to blow way before. Yeah, that. this was like <laughs> before this, one o'clock. Yeah, this was like seven years ago. But I remember one time we were, you know, I uh, one of my my buddies was fucking working late, so he didn't get off until like three in the morning. Did you but help him get off? I did. Yeah, okay. and uh, so I went to bed. I woke up three in the morning. He's like, "Let's fucking get drunk." So I was like, "All right." So we drank from 3 in the morning until, you know, probably 9, 10 in the morning. We watched the sun come up. You know what? Say what you will. It's fucking majestic. But you know what's not majestic? Drunk assholes fucking throwing Jägermeister bottles off a balcony. And then you're too drunk to fucking form words and you're asleep on the couch. The police are banging on the door. (laughs) And here you see the majestic frat bros throwing Jäger bottles off the balcony. Absolutely. Indigenous. In their their natural environment. (laughs) It happens. And, uh, it, it, it's a good time, but it's something that should be left in your youth. If you're if you're 35, pushing 40, you know, you, you should not be the guy. Fuck, man. <laughs> I don't know, dude. That's you shall not pass man. judgment until you're 35 or 40. <laughs> yeah. If you're doing that shit still, you're pretty badass, man. Okay, if you're doing that shit, you know, every couple weeks, maybe every couple months, that's fine. If you're that guy every night, actually, first of all, if your liver is fucking holding up, Absolutely, more power to you. Bro, wow. Your weapons inc- cannot harm my, me. That's incredible genetics. <laughs> <laughs> my random Tuesday is what every high school boy has wet dreams about. Like, and that's that's what I respect <laughs> about you. And I'm, what, 36-ish? 37? Man, I'm like 10 right. years whole younger than you. Yeah. 27. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, don't knock until you tried it, bro. <laughs> uh, Fair enough. So, yeah, if you're older and you still have, like... Once upon a to time, go, let's go. Once you upon know? a time, I saw a middle-aged man in his in his thirties. <laughs> he was uh, chunking Jaeger bottle Jaeger bottles across the courtyard and smashing glass and stuff. Uh, man, there's there's not a whole lot of substitute for that. Like that's a life experience that you can't really pass up. Uh, the sun is I'm up. I'm sure at this you point, could right? pass it. Oh up, yeah, but... no, it's like okay. seven or eight in the morning. Um, Degenerates. People are going jogging. Let's let's, let's yeah. frame it with that. Like people yeah. are out walking their dogs and go. Much like eating. There's like an old minnows. man drinking coffee on his porch. <laughs> people are so, going to work. I know you're like, oh no, he had a great actually, night's sleep. He's actually drinking coffee. <laughs> He's gonna have a good day. Yeah. This brings up a topic I actually really want to talk about, and I'm very passionate about. Uh, there's there's such thing as an apparatus, right? Mm-hmm. And this apparatus is basically a funnel with a hose. And if you're doing it right, I wonder what you would call something like that. uh, So I've heard it called many a name, but the the most primary (laughs) a blunderbuss, yeah, a blunderbuss, yeah, Mm -hmm. Uh, a beer bong is the most commonly used term. That's what the kids are calling it now. Mm. Yeah. So (laughs) hypothetically speaking, um, you you have this funnel and you pour beer into it, and it's got a a turn off nozzle. If you're doing it the the legit way. 
and then you can dump it, and you can you stand below it, and the funnel basically shoots a bunch of fucking beer. But you can also make it out of a two liter and some old garden hose. Yeah, it doesn't. And you just put the top of the garden hose in the funnel, and then fill it up, and then. But it's physics, you know. If if you got the if you got the means, you might as well build you a PVC like valve and and get some vinyl hose and. Everybody loves hose. So yeah. if you're if you're suckling barley and hops from said hose at eight AM, are you a cocksucker or a motherfucker? I think you're a degenerate for sure. <laughs> yeah. You're definitely an asshole. <laughs> I don't know, man. I think you're just going hard wanting to get some shit done, man. But now, let's say that you have this apparatus and you have a bunch of extra hose, because you know, who doesn't have hose laying around? Uh but let's say you have about thirty foot of hose. That's a lot I of do. hose. You know, and I do. Now That's a lot of hose. <laughs> let's imagine you're living in an apartment in Dallas, and you hang said 30-foot hose with apparatus over the stairs of your, uh, you know, your apartment complex. Mm-hmm. And then you fill it full of beer, and then just to be a dick about <sighs> it, you throw a shot of liquor in there. I was about to say, that, so, that was my thing. Is like, Are ooh. you a dick if you put liquor into the beer bong without no, letting you know? It's okay. to be expected. Yeah. It's the same as getting yeah, your tattoo slapped after, after but, you. But at what point tattoo. are you an asshole? Because like one shot, funny. Two shot, funny. Half the bottle. Oh. It's, it's still funny, but when are you an asshole? See, I feel like at that point... Fuck them. They're not me. Because I've, I've seen that. I've seen. I've seen the the results of that. It's like, oh, I thought it was a beer bong. You're an asshole to one, but it might bring joy to many. No, so. no, no, no. It'll come back to you, I suppose. Char- Charlie, come on. That's awesome. Come on. <laughs> Anybody that's doing that thirty foot beer bong and they're chugging beers, and then all of a sudden they're they now they're chugging a- whiskey or vodka or whatever. They're or I'm sorry, Russian whiskey or Mexican whiskey. <laughs> I would like to try they, this they, Russian. They're going to know that that's happening, and they're going to stop doing that. No, not not me. I'd I mean, be like, fuck, I'm in for a surprise. Or they won't, fun. but but they'll know that that's what's going on. Yeah, so and they're going to be like, that asshole. I don't want to hear any like, oh, I thought I was doing a beer bong, and now I'm too wasted. No, fuck no, 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 but, but what time, but no, but like, they're going to be like, this asshole fucking put whiskey in my beer bong. At what yeah. point does their no, opinion that's your, matter? That's your friend. That's your bro. He's I don't know how much you know about <laughs> physics, but once you start a two-story beer bong, you don't stop a two-story beer bong. No, but you can stop drinking it. And pour it on yeah. the ground. But then you're an asshole. Yeah, because that's wasteful. No, put yeah. your thumb over it, bro. Eh, no. It depends on the apparatus. <laughs> no. At two stories, I assure you it's that you do not just put your thumb over it. Like a good Friday night. Well, then a good bro will pick it up. I would do that for you, Chop. Well, you just jump in and be like, fuck. I know, oh, yeah. I know that in, I... Coach. I'm, I'm tapping myself in on this I'm one. Like, I'll take the bullet. Dude, I, fuck it. I did a two-story beer bong. Straight up. Like... We hung it over the fucking railing. I dropped down, and it was probably 20 feet, honestly. I think it was two stories, not three. It was 2,000 feet. Yeah. Uh, 200 stories. But there's no stopping it. Like, once it starts, dude, you can be really good at doing beer bongs, and if you get it a two-story beer bong, that shit will fucking shoot through your mouth, down through your whole fucking insides, and shoot out your ass. Right out your vagina. And that's what the kids are doing for fun these days? Yeah. Oh, Wait, well, or, or, or roughly seven years ago. But are are you man enough yeah. for shots? Let's go right yeah. now. Yeah, absolutely. Let's take a ooh, shot. Ooh. Mm. We do need a little a little bit more judgment on this uh, Texas whiskey. blended whiskey. Hang on, I shall pass. Judgment. They also have a bourbon. Um, I'm not a huge fan because I'm that's a little has a little more dryness and a little more uh, fucking crunch, as you I guys would say. 
It's more made. That's more made for uh, mixing with like a Pepsi or a Coke. Yeah, like again, like I like this not as a shot whiskey, but more as a uh, a sipping whiskey. I'll you know I'll, I'll sit on the couch, fucking sip some of this. You know, play some video games, fucking watch some TV. You know, just just hanging out on a normal Monday night, like a normal functioning individual. Yeah, as one does. Pour them up, pour them up. Yep, here it goes it's again. Time to fucking go. I gotta say, this pours really nicely. And and the cloth around the neck soaks yep. up all the whiskey. I'm glad you like it because I was I was telling Chop that uh, yeah he was he was a little worried yeah because well because I I listened to y'all's you know most recent one on the drive up here and you were talking about fucking crunch and you know dryness and how you didn't how it didn't have any sweetness and I was like man TX is TX so, is pretty sweet Elijah Craig is top shelf shit though. this this metric this is, is higher more. shelf this is higher shelf this is this is these yeah. metrics that we use these are proprietary nobody grades whiskey like we do and right. the whole goal is to to cut the pretentious bullshit yeah let's talk about how the shit really tastes right? I just hope you guys like the whiskey that I enjoy and what I told Chop was we've been drinking whiskey for a, a good minute now so I mean if we can agree on Evan Williams hopefully we can agree on a little more higher quality <laughs> well let's uh let's give this texas blended whiskey another shot all right happens. cheers let's go cheers let's go cheers 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 Dude, that's good it's got a little bite right after the fact very very subtle bite yeah very <laughs> smooth there's definitely whiskeys that have a lot more bite, and that's what that's what I enjoy about it. Because as a sipping whiskey, I don't want to take every sip and have it be like an ordeal. So what what I'm imagining as I'm chewing on this is like put it in a put it in a glass with some ice, mm-hmm. some whiskey stones. I, I could or some whiskey stones. I could I could drink. I could sip this. Yeah, that's that, right, that that's right exactly right. what I do with it. And again, because it's almost to me sacrilegious to take shots of this because. It's almost doing it injustice, you know. Where where it's more of a it's it's a fancy like, you know, hoity toity. Let's go fucking present ourselves as better than we are. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think uh, I think where we need to take it is if we're taking shots of it, if we're trying to get fucked up. Sure. Where's Where's drunkenness on this bottle? This Dude, particular bottle. It's not bad. It's It's one percent higher. Two extra proof. You know, a little extra. No big deal. Yeah. Given that extra two percent. <laughs> But uh, I like it, man. I think it's uh, I think it's really good, honestly. I so I'm a. It's got a it's got a aroma of oak with some overtones of vanilla. Dude, oh, fuck yeah. you. From, from a middle cl- or middle shelf whiskey, I think it's it's fantastic because you're not paying fucking you know eighty it's, bucks. It's a bottle. upper shelf in our scenario. I will say it's it is really sweet, and I'm I'm not a fan of super sweet. Yeah, but uh, but it's not bad. Yeah, for being a sweet whiskey, it's not bad. Yeah, uh, you should try I think, the. Uh, the I think bourbon. we'll do one more round before we decide where to place it on our hierarchy. Which yeah. just just for the fans, uh, first place we still got Woodford Reserve at first. Uh, we've got Elijah Craig actually at second. Dude, I'm still on a fucking taste test on that one. And Me Gentleman too. Jack on third. With, I love Gentleman you. Jack. I was, again, I was listening to your, your most recent podcast, and I was telling Chop like uh, Gentleman Jack is one of the other only other sipping whiskeys. Um, that I actually enjoy. Like I'll, you know, I'll sip on Evan Williams Black Label, and it, it is. Have you what tried it is. Elijah Craig? I have not. So yeah, check check it check out. Check it out. It's good. Okay. Elijah oh, well. Craig is good. Yeah. So recently, uh, my daughter got into to Shira, the the new Shira on Netflix or whatever. What's Shira? I don't even know. What yeah, that I don't know what that is either. 
Yeah. Well, I was I was going to use that as a segue. Uh, well, we she, beat you She-Ra too. is the the female version of He-Man, right? Like there's mm, He-Man okay. and She-Ra. Yeah, yeah. And, He-Man. And I've seen that video <laughs> on YouTube. So, right now there's a there's a new uh, She-Ra show on on Netflix, and and my daughter's really my three year old daughter's really into it. But what it did for me is it took me all the way back to those those years that I watched He-Man, right? He-Man Cats, Castle Gray Skull. Oh yeah. And it made me think about so when I was when I was seven years old, I had a He-Man action figure Ooh. by the power of Grayskull. He had the sword and everything. Yeah, it was the fucking dopest action figure that I had at the time. What? First of all, I think I think that toy is worth money now. Uh, I'm sure it is. Yeah. But uh, where I want to go with this is when you were seven, what toy did you have that you wish you had now, or what was your favorite toy when you were seven? I came from a different generation, so this is going to be a little bit, a little bit different. I think yeah, we're all going to date ourselves. Right oh here. yeah. So check this out. When I was seven years old, Final Fantasy VII was already out. Mm-hmm. And I was playing PlayStation One. I was playing Game Boy. Like I was, I was chilling on some video games that were top notch fucking video you games. You were the coolest already. kid in school. Oh yeah, without a doubt. <laughs> <laughs> but Last that had nothing to do with that. That was just me being me. So I had, when I was seven, I had my bicycle, my rollerblades, and the very first Nintendo. Did you have any action figures at all? Did you have anything that you were like, fuck yeah? I did. I got into Thundercats a bit when I was young, but I feel like I was younger than seven. I feel like by the time I was seven, I was outside biking rollerblades or... I think it was roller skates then. We didn't even have roller blades yet. Yeah. Seven. I'm trying to date myself. I have blades by seven. Yeah, I'm sure. trying to date myself what seven years old it is. I think it's you know about uh, second, second grade. grade. Yeah, yeah, second grade. And uh, I remember definitely growing up, I had uh, G.I. Joe's. And talking about, you know, mm-hmm. it's probably worth something. I had this uh, uh, World War II, like, memorial G.I. Joe. And I remember my, my dad telling me, he's like, man, this is going to be worth something if you don't open it, and me as a dumb fuck kid was don't like, don't open, open it. Like, I'm gonna yeah. open it right it the, now. It had the kung fu grip and everything, and that's the really thing. The GI Joe kung fu grip. I, I know. I really enjoyed GI Joes because my dad was able to pass down to me the GI Joes that he had, and actually his GI Joes did have the kung fu grip. Mine just had the fucking like flexi hands or whatever nonsense, and. I would I would do stupid shit like set my GI Joes up around my room just to you know pull security while uh, while I was sleeping. But it's uh, I've grown up a little bit from there. And uh, where are your GI Joes now? Uh, I use they them disappeared? frequently as a masturbation tool. And that's oh, okay. Brutal. They have that kung fu. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Dude, uh, I still have a suitcase of baseball cards. Like I've got like fuck yeah. Eight, do they kung yeah. fu grip too? Yeah. 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 Like, they're in a trunk. Is is the actual answer? I got a I got a spin off here for a second. You know, and I got a I got a showboat a little bit. Uh, you're talking about baseball cards. My fucking my great grandfather was a MLB pitcher, and he pitched in. At least two World Series. Can't remember exactly wow. how many. Wow. Uh, Stud. But we have his original baseball card. We have pictures of him Struck in out the Babe dugout. Ruth. Yeah, and he has... Oh, no, dude. I have pictures of him in the dugout with Babe Ruth, and Babe Ruth signed it. That's badass. Dude, we have some badass shit. Dude, my, my grand great-grandpa was a badass baseball player, and that's some dope shit. But uh, I'm going to harp on that for a second, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to jump back real quick on uh, G.I. Joe's. The 3D fucking little green army men oh yeah those are some dope ass toys dude yeah i uh my one of my fondest memories and i was not seven i'm gonna go ahead and say that right now it's Uh, timeless 
it was uh, going over to my brother's house, and I was like 21, 22. <laughs> and uh, he would hide little green army men, like one or two of them, and they would be around the house. And like as soon as you found them, you'd go hide them somewhere else, and somebody else would find them, hide them somewhere else. Dude, that's a good fucking time, Bubbles. Yeah, that's the whole game. As yeah. an adult, that's still, f- I, that's still fun. Yeah, and I'm actually glad you brought that up because, again, like – you know, I've always been kind of a, a military buff and, you know, and whatnot. And so, like, I like G.I. Joe's. But those army men, you can get a full bag of them for a dollar, dollar yeah. fifty. And, yeah. and even when I was, you know, approaching 18, 19, I would still see those fucking bags in Walmart, Target, you know, dollar store. And I would buy them because it's fun to just set them up and be like, have you know, have your own little, you know, time with to, yourself. I used to OCD on it and I would take all the greens and all the tans and... I would be like, all right, this guy's going to kill this guy. This guy's going to kill this guy. And it was like this chain reaction. And I would set the whole fucking yep. bag oh, yeah. up. You got the bazooka. And then you got to figure out where everybody goes. And you have to pick, like, who's who's going to win. Oh, yeah, the bazooka guy can take out two of them, you know. So you got these two guys next. And you're, you run the scenario in your head. And you're like, all right, when all the shit fires off, there's going to be this one dude left. And that's yep. the winner. Well, and everybody <laughs> talks shit about, like, oh, he's just playing with toys. You know what that really, that's just you problem solving in your head and like, you know, having some creative thinking. And I think, I think that's great. I think every, you know, every little young boy who's worth a damn, in my opinion, has played, you know, like cops and robbers or like you play, oh, yeah. you play war and you know, dude, you, it's just problem solving. It's did y'all, fun. Did you ever play outside like in the mud and set up like construction sites and shit? And oh, like, yeah, absolutely. Like, trucks, you know what I mean? Holy like, shit. You remember that shit? I remember summers doing that shit. So once setting up like tracks and fucking like little towns and being like, I'm coming through with my bulldozer. I'm going to make a fucking road. Did- Oh, anybody man, else like dude. digging as a kid? I fucking loved. Just Were you a dig digging China, bro? Dude. I I always just loved digging holes. That may that may fucking <laughs> just make me sound. No, no, no. His me favorite and, toy was a shovel. Give me a shovel, <laughs> dude. I'll fucking dig a hole. Me and Blake dude, dug a love digging. Fun, man. Me and it's Blake, fun. yeah. Me and Blake dug a fucking hole one time. To this day, it's funny. Except and for that roots. was actually that was How flashback to the beach type shit. But me and Blake dug a fucking hole on the beach one time, and it was a, I, I was. Young, I was real young. So this hole was bigger than I was, but you were a little shit. I was a little shit. It's fun so. to climb out of a hole that you dug. It's like, man, I did this. No, oh, it's yeah. fun to jump into a hole that you. <laughs> yeah. Oh, fair enough. Yeah, yeah. I, uh, I, I like. I remember real vividly digging this hole on this beach, and uh, I, I think it got fucked up somehow. Like the tide came in or whatever. But of course, uh, we dug a we dug Fucking a tides, man. We dug a super hole, and for me, it was like fifty <laughs> feet deep, dude. Like it was at least a in, thousand. Yeah. It was like jumping into another dimension. And then you had to, like, mountain climb your way out of that bitch. Yeah, yeah. Dude, one time I was, it was summertime, and I was hanging out with a, a, my cousin. And we were acting up, getting in trouble. And uh, they locked him in the room. They were like, you go to timeout, and you have to sit in this room, right? And it was a one-story house. There was a window. And I was still able to play outside because I wasn't in trouble. And so I went to the window. How are you not in trouble? I don't know. That's a good question. I went to the window and I was like, hey, man, let's still hang out. And he's like, yeah, we should hang out. And I'm like, since you can't come outside, we're going to bring the outside to you. And so I went and got the wheelbarrow and the shovel and I started fucking dumping sand through the window into the house. Yeah, as one does. That's problem solving, really. Boy, yes. yep. I had yep. That was one of those. Times. You ended up in trouble. <laughs> yep, I ended up in trouble, and I had to cut my own switch. That was one of those like actual cut my own switch scenarios with my grandma. She 
fucking whoop my ass the fucking switch. I always got the fucking wooden spoon. I never got any leather. But I got oh, some man. wooden spoons. Yeah, used, let's talk about that. I used to fucking hide the wooden spoons, and you know what? It never fucking mattered. My dad beat me. Again, to, to, to preface this. This is with jumper cables. I know. Yeah, I had a very good childhood. I deserved every fucking bit of anything I got. But one time, I fucking hit all the wooden spoons. My dad found, you know those, like, ping pong things where you, you bounce the ball with the string? Like, yeah. Those, yeah. those yeah. assholes? Yeah. He fucking ripped the fucking ball off that and just beat me with it and broke it on my ass. <laughs> and I still remember it fondly, mind you, as a time because... At the time, he, you know, smacked me. Obviously, my dad doesn't want to discipline me because, you know, I'm his child. But I did the fucked up thing of laughing at him when he hit me the first time. And he didn't take kindly to that. Yeah, that's not good. As you, yeah, you know, don't laugh at the disciplinarian. And uh, he he proceeded (laughs) to fucking break this fucking plastic paddle on my ass. And to this day, it's one of the uh, fondest memories I have of my family. Yeah, that's a huge mistake, laughing at the disciplinarian. No, it doesn't go well for you. I grew up in this little bitty town called Comfort, Comfort, Texas. And they they still, you know, they still have corporal punishment there. Sure. And uh, the the principal was this little bitty, little bitty girl, a little blonde haired girl. She must have weighed 100 pounds. Mm Mm-hmm. But this fucking paddle that she had was passed down from principal to principal. And it was like straight out of the movies. Did like, you you got beat in school? Uh-huh. Dude, yeah. I did too. Yeah. yeah they I, drilled holes in this motherfucker. I didn't. Yeah. One, I remember that. And this dude. was years, generations before me. They drilled holes in this motherfucker. And it's got it's got room for two hands. And this hundred pound chick that 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 you you look at her and you're like she can't hurt me. And sure. When she pulls this paddle out, you're like, oh no. Oh yeah. <sighs> well, like you're only five years older than me. That's crazy that mm-hmm. me and Chop fucking just completely missed the beatings at school. No, I remember dude, that. My freshman, we oh, dude, I got beat at school. <laughs> my freshman year in high school, there was still a Chop, smoking but... porch on campus. Really? Yep. My freshman year in high school, there was still a smoking porch on campus. All I remember, all, all I remember from fucking when I first moved. Uh, to the city where I fucking met Chop is he sat behind me in eighth grade and I didn't know this fucking kid and he fucking just I had a mole on the back of my neck which has been since removed because of this constant harassing and or bullying he would just poke it and be like molly 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 and uh, yeah so don't bully each other that's how you make friends kids exactly yeah. I'm uh, pretty sure I've still got some some pencil lead stuck in my kneecap. Oh, I have from my best of friends. I had pencil oh, lead stuck in my thumb for sure. But dude, I, so I was a uh, I was one of those kids where my mom would like she'd spank me or whatever, and like that was it was it was due. Like I I deserved it. It's usually always due with males. Uh, but my grandparents were on that that train of uh, my grandmother was a uh, swat me with whatever the fuck she had handy. Yeah. yeah, a shoe, yeah. like a yeah. stiletto, a, shoe, a, or a fly, fly water. It keeps it fresh. As the grandma will. A fly swatter, a, a rolling pin. A folding chair. WWE. <laughs> <laughs> uh, my grandfather, dude, I remember one time. I'm going to guess. Belts, right? Yeah. 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 Uh, I did not, I did it, not right? think that I was supposed to be in trouble. Um, uh, I did not think that I deserved it, but I, I remember vividly he did the whole... Go in there, open the armoire, and pick a belt. And dude, oh, yeah, that's yeah, like I, the cut I never asked that. I just knew it was gonna be the fucking. That's the cut spoon. your own switch shit. That's mm-hmm. to go outside and pick which fucking vine I'm about to beat the shit, beat out, the of shit out of you with. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and I remember getting popped like so a couple d- times. Did that work? Whiskey? Would you feel like that works? 
Yeah, dude. I, Does I'm not whiskey and whiskers support corporal punishment? Corporal punishment. Hey, T for timeout. T I can't time speak out. for whiskey and whiskers, but I, I personally do. I'm sure for 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 little boys, like at least for me, I needed it. If you hadn't, like, I always learned through pain and fucking like suffering. Like that's how I learned. Like it sounds fucked up, but like it is. I needed to have the shit beat out of me a couple times. Not even by my parents, but like just a couple times in life. I need the shit kicked out of me to fucking humble me. Little girls. I, I don't I, I don't even know like personally like I'm not a father and I don't I don't want to be the one to fucking have to like discipline my daughter but at the same time like that's kind of where I'm torn with little boys like yeah I would spank them obviously not into anything oh dude yeah if I had a little boy I'd beat the shit out of him and just beat the brakes but oh, like yeah. I would just love like just, just for funsies <laughs> yeah like but like I would love Child like abuse. my my daughter is so much more delicate. With a son, hypothetical daughter. Yeah, yeah, hypothetical daughter. Like as far as you know. With yeah, <laughs> as far as I know, is it with the son? He has my genetics. He has my wife or partner or random person's genetics. <laughs> See, I, so I'm from a weird boat where like I had corporal punishment on one side of the family, and and my parents were divorced, and he had mega disappointment on the other. My dad never, never. I, I think he spanked me once when I was a little kid. Sure, with a belt. But, I'm in I'm in that boat, man. Like I never had. But like as I got older, you know, ten, eleven, dude, dad, dad didn't spank me. Well, that's the thing. But like he it, could fucking crush my soul. Well, he could yeah, just. That's yeah. the thing. Like as a pretty bigger guy, I grew out of it pretty early. Like what my yeah. mom wasn't gonna spank me because I fucking weighed more than her, and she was fucking scared of me. Not that's like, when they hit you with folding chairs, you don't. <laughs> <laughs> but like it, she was just like, you got to the point where like if I can't pick you up, I'm not gonna spank you. And like again. You could definitely, you know, make make a case for you know spanking kids, but there's definitely also a thing like you got you got to teach them that you know you put them in timeout. But, but for me, timeout was just like, oh, I just have to wait for thirty minutes and so, then everything I did was cool. Have but, you seen Have you seen the videos of the parents and they they'll have like their their baby like child small child and they'll try to feed it food and the kids like no and won't eat the food and so then they take a stuffed animal or a doll or something and they act like they're trying to feed the food to the doll and, they'll beat and the, the doll won't the doll. take it and they'll put the food down they'll That's beat the shit out of the dude. doll yeah. and then they'll Whoa. grab the spoon again and they'll give it back to the baby and the baby will eat it wow i've seen that that's funny shit yeah it's funny it it, it, it it's kind of across wow. the line yeah. uh, corporal punishment might not be great but i think it has its place um and i think that just like everything in life it's going to have benefits and you know not so great things yeah you about just got to find well. the right the right time and obviously not turn it into something negative and really you know this is yeah gross. like i'd never had that ever like i was never had any kind of corporal punishment but i think the opposite effective way is like that mental side you know the disappointment or oh yeah you but know, you also shame, can't fucking shame, take. Shame. Yeah, you can't take the sh- like. You can't obviously take corporal punishment to to too far of a level because that's sure. abuse. But you can't take the mental like you mean nothing. You're fucking yeah, you know. yeah. yeah, yeah. I think that, man. I think that the. I think every little boy needs to know that they can get their ass kicked. Like sure, <laughs> honestly, no, for that's, sure. It's a that's where I stand thing. on. Yeah. Like I agree with man, that. Man, I, I fucking I. My dad was not the person yeah, but to do it, but my grandpa raise a bully, my fucking, otherwise. Won't, yeah. won't most little boys figure out that they can get their ass kicked 
like uh, eventually. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they yeah will. but it's better that they get their ass kicked by somebody who cares. Dude, and, my grandpa the same way because it's controlled. And we'll yeah. take the control to it rather than just letting but it go. But that's assuming Some the father or the loving figure. Of his life. Yeah. Like, I yeah. love my grandpa through the like through the grave. He's passed away a long time ago at this point, and like. Dude, I love him to death, and he whooped my fucking ass a couple times on, and even a couple times I was like, dude, I, I don't deserve this. What the fuck? And the fact that I knew that he could beat the fucking brakes off of me if he wanted to get smack right served me served me well a couple times. But the, and and later later in my life where I was like, man, you know, fuck you or whatever, and I was like, man, eh, maybe this guy can beat the fuck out of me. <laughs> That's a really important lesson to learn, especially like, you know, growing up, especially if you're aggressive, have a lot of testosterone, you know, a lot of young boys have a lot of aggression and they're like, you know, fuck it, let's fight. And you can either get your ass beat um, by somebody you're fighting, like in... in on the street? Like, yeah. Like, the man I, on I the street case, can beat your it, ass It really, really humbled can. me when yeah. I was like... On the playground. I was, I was like 20, 19 years old. Actually, no, I was 18. I got the, the shit kicked out of me. And since then, it really humbled me as far as like... The, uh, the, you know, how, how fighting works and stuff like that. And if you, you instill that in a, in a, in a son, you, you teach him to be strong. You teach him to, you know, know how to, you know, stand up for himself and um, take care of himself and not to be fucking weak. But at the same time, there's a... Not to be reckless. Yeah, it, yeah. There, there's a consequence to violence. And if you're going to, if you're going to um, resort to violence, number one, you better win. And number two, you better... Have a very good idea of what the consequences are. Yeah, look at BJ Penn. So. Did you see what he did in Hawaii? Did you see him getting a fight with the bouncer? No. Yeah, man. He was like, I guess, wasted in some bar, and he was like, "Fuck this!" And they they pulled him out, and he like attacked the bouncer, and they've got footage of him like on top of this bouncer, like headlock hitting each other. It's fucking crazy, man. I would did not BJ like Penn to, beat him I think, up. I think he was like blackout drunk. Bo Diddy. No, he, they like pulled him off, but he was like. In the aggressive stance, like on top of him, he was winning for sure. Yeah, I and BJ Penn's a little dude too, but I, yeah, just you know matter. all that violence, you know, like that shit. I mean, it's countless. Uh, so the fighters. way the way my dad always put it was, uh, never carry a bigger stick than you want shoved up your ass. That's man, that's great. a very good line. Yeah, I, yeah, I like man. that. I like, uh, I thought I was the shit because we uh, in high school, me and some me and some friends would go out in the woods and we'd box each other and stuff and. And I was an okay boxer. Like I wouldn't, I wouldn't, uh, I wouldn't a killer, but like I could beat up most of my friends, kind of thing. And I came up, and I had a pair of boxing gloves. And uh, I went to one of my cousins one time and was like, "Hey, bro, let's box. I'm a bad motherfucker." And turns out this cousin was ten stories tall. Yeah, Ooh. dude, no bullshit. This motherfucker. So I had boxed, <laughs> I had boxed some friends that oh. were like. I saw this. Six three, six four. Like I wasn't scared of that shit, but like this motherfucker was like six four and had a hundred pounds on me, and so like I caught him. A, you know, I caught him a few times and dipped most of his punches and stuff. But dude, it took one. That's one all it punch. takes. You catch yeah. him once, and well, he goes, "Oh, I'm not and, playing anymore." Yeah. And if you're willing to fight, you have to understand that no matter how how much you think you're a fucking hard ass, how much you think you know how to fight, you need to be willing to get your ass beat and be humble in that and learn from it. Well, and somebody, it doesn't matter how badass you are. It doesn't matter if you're BJ Penn. doesn't matter like if you're Randy Couture. You're mm-hmm. going to get your ass kicked. Okay. There's somebody Eventually. out there who's going to beat your ass. Hey, and Chuck, to Chuck. think you're the, the, the best thing ever, like it's not good for yeah. your psyche. How you beat that particular cousin is uh, get him on the ground, choke him out. Yeah, but we were boxing. 
We had gloves on and everything. So and this, yeah, him out. <laughs> but dude, I like I pieced him up a little bit, and then he caught me with one good fucking punch, and it ended my fucking week. Like <laughs> I was done. Yeah. I just fucking I'm going to bed. Fuck you guys. This is terrible. I don't want to fucking I think, talk this to isn't you. Fun I, th- I think every yeah. I think every male needs to fucking, especially any any guy who fucking has any aspirations of being a fucking hard ass or like you want to make something yourself, you need to get your ass beat at least once. You got to know what it's like to, to, to turn, lose. get your lights turned off. Yeah. And, absolutely. And, yeah. And, and you know, I've always said this, it, it takes, does humble you. It takes more of a man to take an ass whooping than to give one. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Because you, you fucking wake up and, and again, you realize what the consequences are of fucking, uh, you know, getting in fights. So even if you're not losing all the time, you get you get your ass beat once, and you're like, "Oh, this is what I've been doing to all those other guys," and it fucking sucks. So maybe, maybe that fucking guy who fucking you know grabbed your girl's ass or fucking whatever. Sometimes it's warranted. You fucking you know knock his lights. Other times you fucking you take your girlfriend. You go the fuck home. You don't need to fucking get in a fight. And there's obviously you know legal. And you know like so I've been I've been sparring at a gym mm-hmm. for about a month now, and like just going through drills with somebody. Yeah, it just it keeps you so sharp. Yep. You know what I mean? Like, just the the fact that people are throwing punches in your face. Oh, yeah. It's... You have to be so alert to what's going on. And it's like, and at this place, it's like, you just go whoever's there. You know, it could be yep. somebody who's, you know, got 30 pounds on you, and they're going to be hitting you. And it's, it's... Well, it's like jujitsu. Like, I, I've been looking into getting into jujitsu because I always function well with a physical outlet with a little competition and with jujitsu you could be rolling with somebody who's way more experienced than you and they'll fucking choke your lights out you know what that's how you get better if you're trying to be competitive yeah you need to learn how to defend that fucking hit me hit me and and to some extent i think it's very important that every guy needs to know what it feels like uh, obviously to get to get the shit beat down but like to face opposition i Mm -hmm. think that's very important and I th- and adversity. Like, you go yeah. into a fight and you don't know. Like you think you're about to box this dude, and he tackles you, and all of a sudden you're on the ground. I like, spent yeah. a very uh, traumatic freshman year of college because uh, I, I, you know, I, I went through you know certain programs and whatnot, and I did a lot of physical activity, and it really broke me down physically, and that was the point. And I 100% attribute to that is what made me the fucking person I am today. Before that, I was just a really angry and fucking loose cannon. Now, I I'm pretty chill. I I understand that you know, I can I can dole that out if I really need to. But it, it, a lot of like, most people don't need an ass whooping. You just fucking walk away. Like, I'll still beat the brakes off you. Well, you know, vi- <laughs> vi- violence is is rarely the answer. We can when violence, you see right now. <laughs> when violence is the, an- I don't want you to sound like a fucking hippie or some fucking bullshit. But like, <laughs> I am not afraid to you know dole out an ass whooping. But at the same time, like it's it's usually a lot easier just to walk away. Do you want to spend the night in handcuffs and go into fucking prison? Probably fucking not. You just go the fuck home. Like you get Sleep over it. Off. it. You yeah, know, yeah, if you've as, done that shit before, if you've whooped somebody's ass that bad, like I'd say most people, if you're a human, something flips when you. Yeah, you're you like, get to feel fuck. Bad. That's as fucked an, up. As know? an adult, there's definitely some more ramifications, and I I feel like that applies to every fucking aspect of life in general, uh, particularly even like, dude, we can take some shots, and uh, I'm gonna feel that tomorrow, and I think we should do that right now. Uh, I I I think. We should do a we should do a toast yeah. on air. Hell yeah. Um we're gonna take one more one more shot of this Texas blended whiskey. And we're gonna do a, a toast that usually we, we do before the show, but um I think it's I think it fits to do it on air this time. Uh 
You guys down? Yeah, yeah I'm good. And then plus we'll get one final like take on this this bottle before we before yeah. we close it out. So, are you bros ready? Yeah. Yep. Another bottle. Another show. Time to rock. Shots. Let's go. good whiskey i don't care what anybody says so yeah we've already covered sweetness right it's sweet crunch zero crunch zero crunch uh bite like a two out of five uh i i would have been on that same boat until this last one i feel like it had just a little bit of bite right afterwards as soon as you take the shot and exhale out of your nose and that yeah that's that's when it happens right like that's when the bite happens is that that exhale out of your nose um i'm gonna give it a three but, but we'll it's, compromise at a two point five. It's quick and fleeting that yeah. that bite. Yeah. So, what I will say is, for my own personal taste, uh, I would take the sweetness down, the bite up just a little bit. Bottle top marks drunkenness. How do we feel about drunkenness now that we've drank most of this bottle? It's doing well. Sitting. Yeah, I feel pretty good. I like it. Uh, so for me personally, I I like the sweetness. I, again, looking at it as a sipping whiskey. Um, I think it's I think it's top notch sipping whiskey. I think it's probably not as good for shots. It's not as good as a garage whiskey, maybe so to speak. Uh, crunch is non-existent. Bite, I, dude, I would give it like a two, two and a half. Uh, bottle top notch. Drunkenness, maybe uh, like a three and a half star. Yeah, it's getting there. Yeah, not as hardcore as the ancient age, but uh, definitely, I'm feeling it. Yeah, hell yeah. So uh, top three, what are we thinking? I'm not going to put this in my top three. I'm not going to put this in my top three either. Uh, honestly, I wouldn't put it in my top five, but I will put it in my top ten. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and call out my top three because it differs from our list here. Uh, I think Elijah Craig's going to top Woodford, quite possibly. We're going to have to do a we're going to have to do a taste off. Uh huh. For yeah. sure. To settle that one. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. those, those are respectively one and two, and then Gentleman Jack's still right there. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna sidestep a little bit, and I'm gonna say. Elijah Craig, Woodford, and then probably this as my third. You're going Elijah Craig over Woodford, huh? Yeah. Yeah, we're definitely going to have to do a, a yeah, taste test. Yeah, it's going to be a yeah. taste off. I disagree also. Uh, yeah, I'm still Woodford, Elijah Craig, Gentleman Jack. Um, I think this is this is in my top ten. This is better than all the swill whiskey we've drank. Oh, yeah. But uh, but I wouldn't put it in my top five. I, dude, uh, I, to me, I'm not, I'm, I am not. might even stick it above Jack and Makers. Oh, no, Makers. No, I would I would easily put this at a number four. Yeah, <laughs> it just depends what you like. Somebody's I think, a little yeah. bit I think, drier. I think Elijah. I, like I think sweet. Elijah. Sorry, I think Elijah Craig and uh, Woodford are battling for number one. I think that Gentleman Jack and TX are battling for three and four. All right, I'd agree with that. Yeah. Well, on that note, I think that's enough for rule number one. We've been going hard, so we're gonna take a break, chill out, abide by rule number two. Be sure to check us out on. Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, Twitter, and uh, YouTube. Yeah, be sure to listen on Spotify, iTunes, Podbean, Google Play, and YouTube. We have new episodes every Monday. We have midweek rolls coming through, usually on uh, Thursday or Friday. Uh, Be sure to check it out, and we'll be back soon. We'll see you guys next week. This has been Whiskey and Whiskers.